0: Welcome everyone to the show. This is uh, Cuckoo's Cast number sixteen. Um, let's see how long the voice lasts. Um, it's up and down. Uh, we can blame Omicron for that. Uh, sounds like a baddie in Star Wars, but actually, it was uh, it was it was slightly worse than a uh, than a mild flu. Um, so yeah, that's kind of curtailed a bit of Cuckoo's watching um, in recent weeks. So we'll go back. and We'll go through things chronologically. Um, So, we last spoke just before Christmas, and we had the excitement of going to the Zico Stadium for the first time in a competitive fixture, uh, because the last time we played Stamford in the the league, in the UCL, that was at the old Woefort Road Ground. Um, Clippo played in that one, I remember. It was a a glorious uh, 5-0 defeat in the league, but we beat them in the UCL Super Cup, hanging on to that, 6-2. Come on, you boys. Uh, and it was the chance to uh, keep that uh, away record going at uh, Stamford. And it was a brilliant afternoon. Uh, not if you're isolating at home and following it on Twitter like me and my family. But it was a glorious afternoon in terms of um, in terms of, uh, of Yaxley's performance, because we came from a goal down. Uh, Jack Duffy scoring in the on the half an hour uh, for them. From the highlights and things that I'd seen on the internet, it wasn't wasn't totally against against the run of play. That would be unfair because they were the home side. But it it wasn't you know it wasn't like they'd absolutely uh, absolutely murdered us up to that point. Um, but we toughed it out. Didn't go further behind. We had a dearth of games on. Locally, in the Football League and in non-league, there was over 600 in the in the stadium. So you could be forgiven for Yaxley tend to, you know, and we've already talked about it this season, tend to struggle sometimes in big games with big crowds. I'd go back to the 13-0 at home to St. Neots and some rinsings when uh, Kings Lynn um, were, were in the UCL. So to hang in there and keep in the game as we approach the last um, third of it, and okay, so it was a couple of breakaway goals, by the looks of the highlights, Hamid Shola on 67 and 80 minutes. But actually, on the balance of uh, on the balance of play, a lot of people that were in the stadium actually said that that we deserved something from the game, and um, a win or a even yeah, maybe a draw um, would have been more reflective. But you know, Stamford uh, in the run up to the game, it was it was talked about between me and some Stamford fans I know. They had been struggling at home against um teams at the bottom of the table they'd been struggling home and away against teams at the bottom of the table having not beaten soham having not beaten histon um both you know results that we talked about on this podcast in saying well actually for a local team they've not really done us any favours there because they've managed to um you know managed to to lose or draw with with teams that we needed you know to to not get points in those games because more our target is finishing above the Sohams and Histons, um, then, you know, Stanford getting points doesn't really make that much, uh, that much odds to us. Um, because in theory, at this point of time, we, we, we weren't, and maybe we're still not if we're being realistic, um, competing with them. So it was a great win. Good crowd, good result, lots of positivity, even positivity from the local media. Even Alan Swan wasn't slagging us off for having small crowds and not being his beloved PSL. We actually had some positivity. You know, there was lots of photos, videos, things like that, doing the rounds, and it was fantastic. And you know, that stuff that um, the club, that Yaxley FC, can take forward now, hopefully, all in a binder somewhere or on a tablet or a laptop somewhere, that's evidence to go out there and get the sort of sponsorship that that will help. Um, you know, push the club forward, maybe get us. Um, you know, in, into a position where we are a better supported club, you know, both commercially and then potentially in the village. And it's been great to see the uplift in sharing of posts on Facebook. And, and the Whiz Beach game was, was really probably the most heavily publicised Jacksley match I can remember um in terms of socials, the Gazette and lots of people sharing Scott Bogus's posts. And obviously a big game, a big game as well. Would have been a bigger game if um, the Whiz Beach manager hadn't bogged off to Spaulding um, a couple of days before. Brett, um, he's only gone there because we've already played Spalding twice, so we can't beat him this season. That's why I reckon. Um, good luck to him, though, there. To be fair, Brett's a good bloke. Uh, and he was replaced in the dugout on that caretaker basis by Chris Lenton. So an emotional occasion at, um, at the drove with... Uh, Chris's dad being the president of Yaxley, Chris obviously in the the managerial dugout. The likes of um, um, Aaron Hart, the likes of Sam Bennett, um, people that have been you know in in our side who were playing for Wisbeach and you know vice versa. There's people in our side, Matthew Sparrow and, and others who've played um, for. Uh, For Whiz Beach. So, uh, 315, another good attendance. I know I'm starting to sound like the uh, Peterborough Telegraph um, talking about the crowds, but another bumper Christmas uh, attendance. And that was enough uh, to see a a comprehensive Yaxley win that that led us to second place in the uh, Northern Premier League Midlands Division form table. Um, uh, Super Matthew Sparrow, if you feed him, he will score and he did on the half an hour Hamid Ishola got us one just before half time on the stroke of halftime and that pretty much um you know put us in a driving seat and and super Dan Cotton with his 10 millionth goal um for Yaxley um he scored just after the break and and then actually we were in a position game management came into effect. I've never said that before in, in any sort of uh, footballing context, but a lot of people do. So I thought I'd you know jump on that bandwagon. Um and the subs came on and the subs played their part. And it, it was a great, it was a great occasion. And one where, you know, as I say, we then ended up in the position where we were second in the form table. And we're not, at that point of in time, we were as close to the playoffs as we were the relegation zone. I say at that point in time, we've had one more fixture since then um and that was the end of the uh, the end of the affair really um Chasetown, who gave us a chasing at the start of the season with a 4-0 win up there uh, their front three uh, all bagged at least one in a in a 4-1 win um, joe john Atherton and Joey butlin um they must have been camped in our half when butlin scored um, uh, got them the goals before the half an hour we huffed and puffed, but Jack Langston put them further ahead in the, the closing quarter before Tom Wormsley drew one back. But Jack Langston um, wasn't to be denied uh, a second goal, uh, which he got in the 90th minute. Fascinating to see as well in the Yaxley midfield. Dan Butiero, who started the season preseason with us, then went to Spalding. Um now looks like he's re-signed uh on a permanent basis. I must admit I've, i usually check the Northern Premier League transfer uh, uh listings, but I haven't for a couple of weeks. Let's blame COVID for that. i have just forgotten is the honest answer. Um and uh good to see him back, because a good player who's played in uh in a number of positions in a couple of spells for Yaxley. He's played at the back, I remember, for us in certain times. Um and is a very good player and a welcome addition to uh to the squad so in terms of that mid table um position we've got um a game that's kind of important in in that element coming up this weekend away at corby town which um will be difficult despite the fact that corby haven't exactly torn any trees up they're not in a position where you know they're 19th in the form table where second it won't be easy though they're a good side um and you know we've we've beaten them in the cup over there. Um, a sparrow wonder strike. He's uh, he's paid me a pound to say that. Um, actually, I'll say it's a super super wonder strike, and hopefully he'll pay me a fiver. It's uh, it, it, it's a tough place to go though, and I've been there with a number of clubs, and it's not not that easy. So get something out of that game. That'll be a, a massive uh, a massive um a result, as as big a result maybe even as the Stamford result. Then I think the 22nd away at Hal's Owen is going to be a really, really difficult game. They've beaten us five at home. Okay, we were in a particularly tough run of league form at that moment. And that 5-1 actually then triggered that little run where we won at Histon and Lowestoft. Um, But that'll be a really tough game for us. Um, Fingers crossed, though. You never know the way we're going. We could get a point. Uh, And then we're into potentially a couple of really important home games. Uh, We've got Histon at home on the 29th. um, And then on the 8th of February, we've got Soham at home. And they're two, you know, really big games that you would want to get three points out of to protect that gap between us and avoid any, you know, likelihood of us us going on another difficult run, because it could happen, that sucks us back in. In between the Histon and the... um, so um, home games, we've got the, uh, the trip to Belper Town away on the 5th of February, which, again, is a big game. They were up near the playoffs. And, and I would think looking at the, the game that we played against them um, not so long back, you've got to look at potentially there's an opportunity for us to right some wrongs that, uh, that, that maybe we felt happened in that game. So that'll be really, uh, really exciting. Um, and I, th- I hope that we can win it. A couple of other bits of, uh, of admin we have. Uh, is that we've got a new reserve team manager um and this is as a result of uh, Danny Clifton and Dan Dobson going to take over at Holbeach i mean i think the fact that we're a league above holbeach now and we're all a bit more mature we don't possibly whinge about about them as much as we used to um if we were in the same division as them maybe we wouldn't like it as much but you know good luck good luck to them um uh, you know I wish them well. In terms of uh in terms of our reserve uh, position, um Neverton's loss is, is our gain with um a new boss coming in and that is Simon uh Roberts who is the new reserve team manager um and he's already you know working really hard I know from speaking to him to um to to, to get players and, and to get the uh, you know the reserves on a on a really stable footing because ultimately we all want players on that reserve team knocking on the knocking on the Fennel's door Ferns's door to, uh, to get a job um, get a position in the first team. They are looking for some volunteers as well um, so have a look at Twitter for that and see if you can help out. Also the under 13s are recruiting for some more players so if um, you ha- have got anyone who is uh, year 8 in school who wants a game That's yaxleyreds at outlook.com. Right, that's all for this week. um, And we will be back soon, hopefully, guesting it up. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your footy.